News, views, opinions, and attitudes. Attitude. It's actually uh, intriguing talk. You know, they talk about the news. And you have to respect them for that. You're listening to Right On Radio. And, of course, the tagline for Right On Radio is live right in the real world. Why? Because we will show you the real world above and below and even on the surface, Jesse, <laughs> in all of these dimensions. Above is, and beyond. Multidimensional universe. It is so, and we are going to talk about some of these things today, Jesse. And uh, a confession right off the front end. Uh, Jesse, you said something to me, uh, and I'll, I'm going to pray in a second, but you said something to me on Saturday. It is stuck in my head this morning. I woke up and God has been showing me these repeating patterns and I have no idea how this show is going to come together, but I believe your mind is going to be blown somehow. In fact, I'm I pretty agree. confident. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think we're definitely going to blow some minds today. All right. So. Heavenly Father, we just give you thanks for, well, Lord, just being the Lord of our lives. We give you thanks for our salvation, for the forgiveness of our sins. We give you thanks for this platform. We give you thanks for everyone that you bring into this family, Lord. That And we do pray that you expand our tent. Father God, we pray that we're trustworthy in your eyes. Uh, and any information that is not from you, Lord, we ask that it falls away. Uh, from people's ears. Lord, we do plan on doing some speculation today. Uh, so we particularly ask for your favor and your Holy Spirit to speak through us and give us wisdom as we go. I pray for everyone's health that's listening to my voice right now. May the Lord strengthen you so you are ready for what is to come. And it's going to get a little bit tough I'm feeling from the Lord, but the glory of the Lord is right around the corner and you can put a smile on your face about that. Amen. In the name of Amen. Jesus, I pray. All right. So Jesse, just before we go, we got to touch on the truckers. I had such a great time with them on, uh, on Saturday, uh, at the truck protest. There's all kinds of stuff heating up in Ottawa. I just want to report on the news. The, so there's a lot of misinformation going on. The, police have shown up they have taken their gas they're trying to choke them off but the the thing that the that the lord showed me on saturday in toronto and toronto is about a four-hour drive from ottawa but he showed me that the demeanor in the police had changed like honestly mm -hmm. god was saying walk here look there walk here look there and uh, and and i went and that's what was happening and so the the police are being asked to do these tyrannical things. It's not going to keep up. Yeah. Okay. Um, the truckers are holding strong. It's gathering momentum worldwide. Everybody around the world is realizing what lies that the, uh, the media has been telling. And, you know, this is really waking up a lot of people. So God bless them. And Jesse, what is their message? What are they going for? Yeah, to end, you know, to end these, um, we'll just say mandates and, you know, to gain their freedom that, you know, this is about people have to have a job, they have to be able to earn a living and we're not going to, you know, give up our rights or our God-given freedoms in order to have those things. You know, we're not going to be controlled by governments we are we are the people and we are the government we are the ones who run things and they work for us so yeah and and every day this goes on the demands get bigger because more and more people are waking up no 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 well hold on just ending the mandates these these tyrannical governments are going to do something else we have right. to go further we have to go further and one of the next steps i say is we have to take uh control over the media and from what I understand, uh, for and I don't know if it's going to come out as being great or not, uh, but Truth Social is going to be launching in just over a week, at least beta and then full version apparently in March, depending on how the technology rolls out. Uh, but you listen, when you look at, you know, that's going to have probably 150 million people in the first week. 
Yeah, it'll have a lot. That's that's a big big platform just because DJT's put his name on it. So, yep. um, listen, people are standing for freedom. People are understanding that we've shipped like through this uh, pandemic. We realized, oh, all of our medicine comes from China. All of our jobs are in China. Oh, we can't. E- we don't even make toilet paper here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Uh, like we do, do and the, our governments have been selling us out. Look at what look at what Nancy Pelosi's been saying. Oh, just when you're there to the athletes, don't say anything bad about China, you know, or how good U.S. is. Don't say that, you know. And and I'm telling yeah. you, and, and just really quickly on the Olympics, if you watch any of the mainstream covering. Uh, coverage of it, Jesse, people like Mike Pompeo, uh, people, you know, former people from the Trump administration and stuff like that. They're all using one word in association with the Olympics in Beijing, and they're calling it the genocide Olympics. That one word says quite a lot is what is a genocide. You know, it means mass death and you know, we just need to pray first for all those people who are having to compete. But in yeah. some ways, it reminds me of the old, you know, Roman Colosseum games and stuff where people would gather. And But it really was a place of, of death and even, you know, different, uh, you know, priests or people associated with the church at the time, like um, uh, Tertullian, he wrote a piece called, you know, The Games. And wrote in there about, you know, how can Christians go and support something where, you know, on the weekends they were having gladiators kill other Christians and things. So how can you continue to go when or support it or put, you know, invest your money in there when when what they're doing is consuming and killing people? Yeah. And and by the way, just we're not going to keep talking about the Olympics, but I just want to say the genocide games is the segue that we're going to, it's going to be launching the whole conversation that we're going to be doing today. And uh, I really think that we're going to hit some, some depths and, uh, and, you know, people are going to have some opinions, but listen, the point of it is we got to stop sending our jobs to China. We have to start buying us. We have to start buying Canadian and, uh, and you know, whatever country you're watching from as well, you want to support your country, but for the people in North America, and by the way, there's talks right now that, uh, we're going to be able to extend this thing called my Liberty stand to other countries. So we're working on that. Just hold tight. But in the meantime, just get this out of the way. Remember a time time of prosperity, a time of liberty, as when we used to take a stand for freedom, and each person made a difference. But then the world changed. Isolation came in, obedience, corporate evil. Well, I choose to fight back. I'm going to take a stand. Wellness is the key, and nature has our answers. Our children are our future. Switch your shopping dollars. Switch them back to Made in Canada and the USA. Take a stand. Take a stand for liberty. Visit MyLibertyStand.com. That's www.MyLibertyStand.com. And Jesse, for people who sign up to MyLibertyStand.com, Jesse, you and I have been making a lot of phone calls. We have. Yes, we've so, been checking in. So you not, never know. Not only will you, you talk with one of our great uh, listeners, but there's a good chance uh, that Jesse or I might even jump on the call. <laughs> okay, yep. so let's go back to the Olympics genocide to launch this conversation. And when I think of genocide, I don't think of necessarily a new bioweapon, although that is very possible. But I think with these little puzzle pieces that the Lord has been giving me and Jesse over the last few days, 
it might be leaning towards something else. And so I'd say a new weapon rather than just a bioweapon. And Jesse, why don't you talk about what you were telling me on Saturday morning? Yeah, so Saturday morning we had a, a big talk and conversation about some of the things that have been happening and occurring, um, we'll just say below the surface of the earth. And, you know, because of some of my connections or some of the things that um, I experienced as a child, I'm very sensitive to those things when things are happening and stirring. And so, you know, I had shared that, um, you know, part of the enemy's plan includes, um, we'll just say areas below the surface of the earth where they have kept giants for, for many years. Uh, you know, we've talked about on some of our shows that some of those giants are located, you know, under the Pentagon in Emerald City, there's others that are in the Kansas tunnel areas. Um, so anyway, what was happening was I was hearing those giants began to chant and sing. And they they have a very, we'll just say they can get to those very low, low octaves. So we're talking the first or second octave. And when those octaves are operated, um, basically it shakes the earth because that's the tones that the the earth or the foundations of the earth are set to. So when they're doing these chants, that surface in the deep begins to shake and stir. And what they're doing is they're trying to open up, um, you know, we'll just say as, you know, our president and um, the military have been going through you know, they had to go through all these different levels in those tunnel systems. You know, it started with the levels that the city uses for different utilities, like, you know, waterworks, sewer, um, things like that. And then the next level is the system that the military uses. And then you've got the subterranean level where, you know, they do have submarines that go through some of those trenches. So as they were going through these, you know, they were blowing up or closing off some of those tunnel lines. And so what's happening now is that, um, you know, the enemy is trying to reopen or create new tunnel lines in some of these areas so that the spirits that they're wanting to be able to move through those things can move. And it's not just spirits, like they, you know, have humans that they're utilizing as well. Um, with an army and they're trying to get some movement through there. So we were seeing that going on. And then on top of that, we had, you know, we got to remember this really is a spiritual war. So, you know, we've had uh, three major uh, generals in the enemy's army who have been called up and are standing in position right now. So we have Kronos who is off of the Pacific uh, Northwest in between um, we'll just say Northern California and LA. And, you know, he's got a team that they brought in through that Beijing ceremony. They opened up um, some, we'll just say some surface of the deep areas um, and, you know, brought some of Cronus's army out through there. And then we have Leviathan who's up in the Northern area um, in the waters up there close to, we'll just say above Canada area. Um, and then we have um, Azazel, who is in the east. He's chained there at the Euphrates. However, he has his commander who's been hanging out in Texas. Um, you know, I know because he's attacked me twice. So, um, you know, we've got this threefold thing going on. Now, the other thing with that that I didn't bring out this week was that um, in December of 2016, I got one of, we'll just say a, another reminder to, you know, take my position within the system. What was interesting about that reminder was that it, it came with several messages to me. One of those messages was that I have a duty to keep what the system calls the Southern gate open. Um, and so, you know, as we're seeing these generals gather, you know, I'm noticing that that Southern gate 
is is left open and you know i believe that they're trying to bring something in access through that southern gate so you know where is that connected jeff i'll let you bring out you know some of the stuff that you've been picking up and noticing from that and some of the others who are involved in this situation we've got coming up well i think i might have some answers but you know uh this may seem totally unrelated or it could give us some really good clues, but I was, so uh, first of all, I was led to revelation nine and to look up Abaddon. Uh, but I want to read this part of, uh, of Daniel eight and I'm just, there's, there's a dream, but I'm just going to read the interpretation of the vision. So, the ram which you saw with the two horns represents the kings of Media and Persia. Kings of Media and Persia. Remember those things. Then it says the goat, and it's going to define the goat. And by the way, if you've been watching the previews for the Super Bowl coming up on Saturday, you're going to hear a lot of talk about the goat that just retired. And that's going to come up in our conversation as well. But let's just read what scripture has and what the, what the Lord brought to my attention today. The shaggy goat represents the kingdom of Greece and the large horn that is between his eyes is the first king. The broken horn and the four horns that came up in its place represent four kingdoms which will arise from his nation. So Jesse, you counted three, but there's a fourth we're going to talk about, right? Yep. Okay. And in the latter period of their dominion, when the wrongdoers have run their course, a king will arise. Insolent and skilled in intrigue, and his power will be mighty, but not by his own power. And he will destroy to an extraordinary degree and be successful and do as he pleases. He will destroy mighty men and the holy people, and through his shrewdness, he will make a deceit a success by his influence. He will make himself great in his own mind, and he will destroy many while they are at ease. He will even oppose the prince of princes but he will be broken without human agency. And the vision of the evenings and the mornings, which has been told is true, but as for you, keep the vision secret because it pertains to many days in the future. Jesse, yeah, we're, we're so not doing a Bible study on Daniel right now, but man, that just seems to fall in line with what's coming up today yeah absolutely it it does you know especially the first that you know we often think of the play on words that our current day you know and and what was the shortened name for the medes you know media and you know who do we currently wrestle against but our media and so you've got the same spirit that was back then you know, over these people that were not walking with God, that same spirit is still heading up an army and people today. And and one of the things about this is it said it's without human body. So this is a fallen angel. This is a demon yeah. that's coming. And there, how could I, how could I go here? So let, let's think of it this way. Concurrently, right now, you've got the Olympics in Beijing, the second most powerful country in the world, and yeah. you've got the Super Bowl, two big kind of ceremonies, right? <laughs> Rituals uh, happening in the other most powerful country in the world. So you've got those two things happening at once. And what time are they happening, Jesse? But 
at the time of Lupercalia. Which, for those who don't know, um, you know, that's it's the Luciferian holiday, um, as they put it, to celebrate one's bodily autonomy and sovereignty, you know, but basically um, it's a time where they focus on celebrating their sexuality and engage in all sorts of sexual fornication and immorality. But, but it's also fornication and it's about the birth of something. Well, so, let me bring out just a little more, Jeff, because yeah, it also, um, around this time, you'll start to see they'll post pictures of a black goat that they call um, Black Philip. And so it also represents Lupercalia. Um, you'll see images of the mating of humans with this black goat, which represents, you know, we'll just say it goes back to Genesis six to, you know, when the fallen angels mated with the women, human women. Yeah. So if they're trying to birth something and if we're being told by people on the media that there's a genocide thing happening but they're trying to birth a new weapon. And then all of a sudden we go to, you know, I, by the way, what's the Kings of media. Uh, when you look at, you know, the super bowl, it's, it's a bigger event than, than the Olympics. And, and who are the performers, you know, Dr. Dre, for instance, he's known as a Kingmaker. And then they have the King of hip hop or rap, which is Eminem. And then they had in, in the preview, Mary J. Blige walking out of this oddly <laughs> birthing tunnel shaped thing as this queen who's coming out. Uh, like, you know, there's just so much that's happening here. And let's not forget the goat. And, yeah. and Jesse, so uh, the goat, uh, many people are calling because Tom Brady just retired. He's skull and bones sort of thing. Three, The gematria is out of this world on it. I'm not big into gematria so i'm not going to get into that however um the goat is double meaning obviously and what can you say about the goat jesse who are they really celebrating yeah who they're really celebrating is another man by the name of thomas brady who was the major high priest that i've brought out a lot of uh information about with crimes against children and humanity. Um, he was the main high priest connected there in Chicago in that training center. He was a high level Nazi. Um, his family line, very connected with trafficking um, of children through the different uh, training centers. There's six major ones that are in the United States. So, um, it, it's very interesting. And, you know, if people have heard my story, you know, I talk about a time where, you know, I was supposed to participate in an end time ritual. So this is interesting, Jeff, because it even connects back to the Lord kept giving you Avedon. That ritual with Thomas Brady um, was where they were trying to connect me and do a, what they call a black wedding ceremony to connect me with Avedon. Um, and, you know, I refused to participate in that. And, you know, through, we'll just say through the ceremonial items across the room. And at that point was when Thomas Brady picked me up and, you know, took me outside and threw me down in the catacombs. And I've shared how, you know, they literally closed off the top of that and I didn't know how long they were going to leave me down there or if they were leaving me down there to die. And as I sat there, all of a sudden I saw what looked like this man on fire and it was the Lord. And he came and picked me up and he carried me through the catacombs and then brought me to the secret entrance door that literally took me right back out to that ritual area. And so uh, the Lord brought me right back out to face them. And um, so 
really what it is, you know, and they honored him uh, last year as well. He died around December. I believe that he was, um, you know, held accountable for his crimes and, and put to death, but that's my opinion on that. But they honored him in the last uh, Super Bowl, which ironically, Jeff, I have to ask you, do you know what number Super Bowl this is? I believe it's 56. 56, which is interesting. Um, we also have Beijing, which is um, which is the 24th uh, series in Olympics. So when we do um, the gematria with that, you end up with, you know, if you're subtracting, you end up with uh, 21. And if you're adding let's say six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, you end up with, um, you know, it'd be like a, a two 11, which gives you two twos, things like that. But what's more interesting in that is that the number on the Beijing Olympics is the real Thomas Brady's, you know, Super Bowl Thomas Brady's, I believe Masonic level. And, you know, they've been elevating him and the 56 was the the occultist Thomas Brady's Masonic level. So just kind of interesting that they throw all these things in in such a timely manner. And he, you know, with the goat, then you go to apocalyptic or end time things. Um, one of the other things I want to bring out is if people have watched the iPet goat, um, there's always been a lot of comms in there. But it outlines some of these apocalyptic plans that they've been making. In there, we see some of the same symbology that you've got this lotus flower that opens up, uh, just like we saw in the Beijing Olympic openings. And then you Except also they change have the color from purple to green. Right. And then you also have the. Um, oh, what is it called? You've got the goat involved. Uh, which that's what they're calling, you know, Brady is that goat. And, um, you know, I think that there's so much that it represents, but then, you know, where it leads us is to Purim because that's coming up in March. That's the next big Jewish holiday, which is the time where, you know, there were these plots, Haman was plotting to, uh, commit this mass genocide against yeah. all of Israel and take them all out. And through that time, the Lord placed Esther into a position where she could seek the King's favor. And that ended up being how the Lord used both of them to save, you know, an entire race and generation of people. So I don't think that it's by accident that we have all of these, you know, events kind of leading up to that time frame. And so big picture here, what I'm seeing, and I have another scripture, the one I read to you on Saturday, just I think it ties into this. And look, and by the way, we're, we're just, we're trying to put the, some pieces together here. That's, a, a, so stay with us, folks, and make of it what you will. Um. Yeah, let me just read read this. So actually, let me say this, and then I'm going to read this. Um, I believe they're trying to open up above and below. I think the dark side of the system is so desperate. They're so close to falling right now that they're throwing a Hail Mary, you might say. And they're trying everything. And when I just read the, those scriptures from Daniel, it's like it, it's going to work to some extent but it's going to be destroyed. And, uh, and it, I just, a, a scripture to go along with what I read in Daniel, I'm just going to go into Ephesians two and just the second part of it. Uh, according to the prince of the power of the air of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience among them, we too all previous lived in the lusts of our flesh. And so when I was led to a, Abaddon or Apollyon, it's not his time 
because in Revelation, it's Jesus who gives him the key, but he's known as the destroyer. Mm-hmm. But there's another entity known as the destroyer. And when you think of the portals, when you think of trying to bring up from the deep and all and all this stuff, Shiva is also known as the destroyer, but Shiva has other names, doesn't she, Jesse? She does. And, you know, I want to bring out too, kind of hierarchy, you know, that you've got these principalities, this, you know, army structure that the enemy lives by. So, you know, these things, you know, aren't just, they don't just put their name or their seal on something just to put it there. It's to mark their domain, their territory. So, you know, as we put these pieces together, you know, we know that Avedon is over, you know, connected with CERN, DARPA, HARP, um, very connected with the military programs. Right. That's what I was going to bring out is that, you know, who also is connected to those, especially CERN, CERN, Shiva. You know, they've got a statue of her, right, that they do rituals in front of right there. So, um, so you've got them working together in conjunction. And, you know, other names that Shiva goes by are, you know, Lilith, Jezebel, the Queen of the Dead, the Queen of Heaven. Um, you know, she's very, her ancient names would be Ashtaroth or Ashtaroth. So it's the same spirit that, you know, would bring in these sexual sins into areas, you know, she would have men set up these poles where they would come and, you know, fornicate in front of the ball and the Ashtaroth poles. So, you know, nothing is new under the sun. It's the same old stuff going on. And, you know, we see that these spirits are doing things they are engaging. And, um, you know, when you think of access, um, you know, I was just thinking of how the gates are positioned with those principalities. You have Ashtroth is always right in that middle center. And Avedon usually is up towards the Northern area. Um, and you have right underneath him would be um, Azazel and Toth. So very interesting that, you know, the big bad boys are coming into play here, I think, and joining forces for what's and, happening. And so the, the, the big ritual is happening in the City of Angels, of course. Yeah. They've got, uh, you know, all these big guns coming out. But there's also an underground city just a couple hours east of there. And is there a tunnel that connects Area 51 to Los Angeles, Jesse? Yes, there is. Ladies and, and gentlemen. what is the name for Area 51? Like when we think of, you know, when we're bringing out the southern gates, um, you know, the it's system Zion, is modeled after the temple. Zion. Yep. So the southern gates would be the gate of Zion, would be one of them, which where is Zion located? The the underground cities of Zion, you always have a you always have two because you'll have a mirror. So, you know, there's one in Israel in the mountains there, and then you've got the underground city of Zion here, which is Area 51. So where are rituals going to be, you know, between, you'll probably have two, one in Los Angeles, one happening there at Area 51. Yeah. They're preparing all week for this. Well, preparing a lot longer. They've been preparing years for this. But do you agree with my assessment, Jesse, that it's maybe a, a desperate attempt on the dark side to stay alive? Um, I don't know if it, I don't think they think of it as in staying alive, you know, I mean, 
Jeff, they're immortal gods at the highest level. No, no, no not about? not them. I, I'm talking <laughs> people in the in the dark side of the system, the humans that are participating in this. They know that their time is up. The light side is overtaking them, and so they're pulling out the big guns right now. That's what I. That's what. Yeah, I'm I would say. You know, I would definitely say I see that happening, and I was totally joking. You know, I don't believe that they are gods, but. Um, well, there's small. Yeah, I do gods. see. I do gods. see that fight to still keep power and control. But you know, I from what I see is that that dark side has already pretty much fallen. So now, if you know, there are people who were part of that who are still around. There's that push for them to join the light side, and therefore everything that they do is going to be to prosper that light side of the system. You know, they have to make that choice. Right. Are they going to align in the system or not? And if they're not going to align, you know, then certainly they're going to be facing death because the system isn't going to keep them around. So, so between, and look, I'm not making predictions here folks, but I'm just telling you what I'm feeling. Uh, and, and the Lord woke me up real early and he had me going in all kinds of rabbit trails that I'm not going to introduce into this because it'd be a five hour show. But what I'm seeing is between now, essentially Lupercalia and Purim, there's going to be some bad chaos which maybe is one of the unnamed spirits that's being released. Mm. Bad chaos. It's not a bad handle for a spirit. <laughs> Yo, dog. Chaos. He's one of chaos. the commanders under, under Kronos. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Bad chaos is going to meet, you know, <laughs> rule of law in order. <laughs> so, absolutely and you know just going back to i just want to jump back to daniel for a second because there was something else there so it's going to be skilled in his tongue he's going to do some destroyer uh he's going to do some destroy so that's why that's why i eventually went from you know to uh to shiva um he's going to make himself great in his own mind uh he will destroy many with ease he will uh, even oppose the prince of princes but he will be broken without human agency and the vision of the evenings and the mornings, which has been told will be true. Um, I don't know, but he's going to destroy with an extraordinary degree. And and look, we don't know if this is what's going to happen right now, but I'm feeling something, Jesse, I I can't explain it. I I would say this to our listeners. However, uh, obviously our listeners are, excited not about the football game although some of you might be and uh, I was a fan of football for many many years so I can certainly relate it was the highlight of the uh, football year of course but uh, I would suggest rather than waiting for the halftime show this year with excitement to start decoding it and to see what you see before anyone else sees it intercede intercede look record it play it back do your decode after but i think we need to intercede in real time yeah because if if what's what's brought out in daniel lines up with this event and i kind of think it does like there's so much there it can't be a coincidence it's an you know having beijing united states city of angels you know um, just all this stuff coming up, Lupercalia. It's and by the way, they've never had the Super Bowl at this date before. No, they've always had 16 games in an NFL season. This is the first time they made it 17 games in an NFL season, putting it a week back for the Super Bowl, right? And putting it closer to that to Purim and stuff. So very well, and, and technically, you might say, well, it's not on Valentine's Day. Well, uh, so Lupercalia actually starts on the 13th and it goes to the 15th. But don't, right. but if you if you just want to be sticky and say, well, it should be the 14th, um, it's the 14th in China, 
when this is happening in the United States. Right? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Very interesting. So any suggestions for our listeners, Jesse? Yeah, definitely. I think the biggest thing is people want to know, you know, what can they do? And, you know, sometimes I know for many of us, it feels like our prayers aren't availing much and that, you know, our prayers aren't going to make the impact that we want to make. And and we want something tangible. We want to take action. Um, But we have to remember that everything does start in the spiritual first. And so, you know, be seeking the Lord. Um, You know, I guess the first thing is address an issue. If you feel like your prayers are not availing much, scripture tells us that the prayers of a righteous man are what avail much. So that's where you need to start is with your righteousness. If your prayers are not availing, take time, step back, ask the Lord to cleanse you from all unrighteousness in your life and get yourself back into that right position of standing with him. Mm. And then your prayers will avail mightily. And so we all need to be in that place, you know, where we're righteous and then, you know, where we're believing that what we pray does make a difference. You know, when we pray, it moves mountains. So, you know, we've just named three major spirits for today that that are planning assaults this weekend. And, you know, we have every right and authority to meet them in that spirit realm or to go before the throne of God and say, Lord, I'm petitioning that, you know, Kronos doesn't get a move through those sublines today. You know, Lord, I ask that you would close them off, station your angels, you know, send Michael and his troops to guard those entrances and exits. You know, show me if there's entrances or exits in the city. If you're in those cities, ask the Lord. You know, we know that that one of those spirits is close to those truckers. So, you know, we can be praying for that hedge of protection and say, Lord, anybody that's working with this spirit to to cause chaos or destruction or devastation on our fellow men, we just ask that you'd move those spirits out of the way and let your Holy Spirit prevail. Because, you know, his word says the truth sh- shall set us free. So, you know, we're standing with those truckers as they stand in the truth, calling things as they are that that truth is going to prevail. Um, So, you know, those are places where I would start. And, you know, as the Lord puts things on your heart, you know, we're not powerless. We can go out. We can anoint that land. We can, you know, start dedicating things to the Lord, consecrating. Um, You know, if anybody's out there by that stadium, get out there, start anointing, doing prayer walks over it asking the Lord to tear down every stronghold that has been set up there and to remove all demonic authority there so that, you know, there are no rituals. So there is no mass genocide, um, but that, you know, his spirit would prevail and that whatever happens will become a time of revealing and revelation, you know, of, of the things that have been happening and that we'd be victorious in this battle, in this fight. You know, the Lord's promised us a great harvest. He's promised us a time where um, those who have been bound in the darkness will break forth, that they will be able to come out and that all things will be exposed and like laid naked and bare before all eyes. And so we need to pray for that upheaval to happen. You know, his word even says that the earth will spew out the wickedness. So let's pray for that spewing to begin. Um, Yeah. And, you know, if if just one of the things I want to touch on, uh, Jesse, that was so good when you talked about your righteousness, if you don't think your prayer is going to avail. um, I want to say to you uh, something that I reminded of, and a friend of mine wrote a song out of lamentation. So it's always fresh in my mind, but his love is new every morning. That's right. So you can start fresh every day as a righteous person, uh, having righteous intent and your sins are forgiven. If you've repented, 
So, you know, uh, keep that in mind. So don't think that, you know, your circumstances are going to hold you back. And uh, I would also be remiss if we did not mention uh, in your intercession between now and then, uh, because the crowds are already there. It's Super Bowl week. Um, This is probably one of the greatest child trafficking events in the world. And the fact that it's on a port uh, city this year, uh, I'm telling you, there's there's going to be boots on the ground. I know of some boots that are going to be on the ground there uh, battling against it. There's going to be some sting operations. There's going to be different things. But, man, it's massive. And uh, your prayers will avail against some of this, you know. Yeah. You just just you making a prayer might save one child. It might save 10 children. It might save 100. It might save thousands. And, you know, the enemy is very deceptive. Or even I've had to ask, you know, is that really product sitting out there, you know, in all those storage containers? Or has the enemy been saving up, you know, trying to get children into the country for this event in this time? You know, or maybe it's empty. Maybe they are all empty and the enemy is trying to get his kids out to move them, you know? So we need to be very aware. Um, don't don't buy the, the enemy's favorite lie that, you know, there's teachers moving school groups. You know, if you, if you see people with a lot of kids and a lot of times they move them in family units where it looks like you've got a dad and a mom or grandma and grandpa with a couple kids and that's how they move them. So just, just be aware, you know, if you sense something's off, really pray into it. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, it's not to judge every family you see there, but uh, let's also think of some, uh, just practical things. Uh, not a lot of people bring their entire family to a Super Bowl with the cost of tickets and stuff like that. Right. right? You, and, and you're not you typically going to buy, bring a five and six year old, to see the Super Bowl, and if you are, you're arriving in a limo and you're in a box somewhere. Just saying, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> you know, um, so those there's some of those signs, but yeah, Jesse, I, I don't eyes know. Eyes open, you know, and there's yeah. so much happening, and uh, and I think it's the attack is from above and below mm-hmm. this time, and there's really something happening here, and. We need your prayers, that's for sure. Um, So the uh, last thing is, uh, we also need you to take a stand, so go to mylibertystand.com. That was quick and easy. Uh, (laughs) Listen, I I, I know... You you and your transitions, they're quite humorous at times, and timely, like, sometimes you get those in, and it's like, how did he think of that? I don't know. Brilliant minds. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you asked why I thought of it because we already did it. I usually don't do it twice. Here's when we are talking about your prayers making a difference. And it could be one child, could be two. We've got some numbers and and I can't give them on air. But if you don't think just you coming on board with us will make an impact, wait till you see the numbers that, uh, that, you know, some either myself, Jesse, or one of our listeners is going to show you. It's going to blow your mind if just right. if just a small fraction of people do it, the number is astonishing, and it's a real number. So yeah. it will well, make I a think difference. about it, you know, like a huge, it is a huge shift. Like most people don't really realize how big of a shift, but, you know, the honest truth is that, you know, even back a year ago, um, you know, I, ha- I have a very large family. And when you've got seven children, somebody's always needing something. Something happens, you know, even little stupid things like they were fighting a- in the bathroom and, you know, the deodorant ends up in the toilet or their toothbrush. And now nobody's going to use that toothbrush, but they can't go a day or two without it. So you have to make a store run. When you make that store run, you can't they can't just buy a toothbrush. You know, the kids are like, oh, I need this snack and oh, I need that and that. And you end up spending a bunch of money. And, you know, I mean, I probably with, you know, again, a very large family, 
I'd spend anywhere probably if I was really, really good and really tight with my budget, I could maybe keep it around 400 bucks a month for household stuff. But uh, you know, the honest truth is it probably was closer to 800 bucks a month. I was spending, you know, on all this stuff that they needed. And, you know, as I've started to just really, you know, that was one of the first things for me that had to break was that constant convenience running and to say, okay, like I'm going to take inventory. I'm going to pre-think through all of this stuff. What do I need for my household stuff? And then cycle my purchasing each month. But so that I'm never running out, I always have that laundry <laughs> soap, that dish soap, you know, toothbrushes, deodorant, all of that stuff, shampoo. And, um, you know, so now I've gone yeah, it's from- It's not going to go to waste. Right. I mean, I've gone from, you know, let's just say, even if it was at my lowest, I've gone from 400 a month to, you know, I make it where it's like I do, I shop once a month and I don't spend more than a hundred dollars. And I know that if I need anything, I just put it in my cart for the next month. And, you know, it's teaching me to, one, to use what I have, not to waste or to have all this excess that, you know, I don't necessarily need. But I noticed that with kids, you know, even in the past, like, you know, how many half bottles of shampoo where they'd be like, oh, I don't like this kind and they throw it away. Well, you've now just wasted a half bottle of shampoo, you know, so it really makes it where it's like, well, no, this is what we have. It's good. And we're going to use it till it's done. And I'm not going to order more till it's more than halfway gone. And we don't open it, open a new one until the other one is gone. So it kind of puts some of that, you know, stewarding into perspective where it's not just that convenience you're going out you're getting it and you're wasting tons of stuff and you know that was a huge problem in my life that you know i had to really surrender to the lord because it was dishonoring to god it's it's throwing mass amounts of money and and stuff away you know yeah, so and, and just speaking of stewarding jesse uh i didn't even tell you this but I extended the coupon to your Dominion and Authority uh, course, awesome. and and I extended it on creating wealth, so you can actually save three hundred dollars right now uh, doing it. And the reason I did that is because next week I'm launching. I'm going to be putting out notice of the real estate course that I'm putting out, uh, but. Uh, look, yeah. with all of our other courses, there's no prerequisite or anything like that, only for my real estate course, because once I teach you what you do, I want you to understand God's principles before we get into just technical real estate right. stuff. So you can have a real foundation to build upon. Uh, and and that just, course you know, is where it started for me, you know, that, that yeah. shift or that change. When you asked me to list everything that I had and asked me if it was an asset or a debit. And I realized that absolutely everything in my life was a debit. It was like, wait a second here. <laughs> like, I don't have any assets at all. Um, that was when that stewardship kind of kicked in. And it was like, you know, you're right. Like if everything's just a debit and wasteful, what fruit is it bearing in my life towards the Lord? And when you really look at things that way, you know, it, it makes it, it changes your life. So I encourage everybody take that course. It was a life changer for me and discuss, you know, discuss it with people, discuss your journey of learning to steward the things that God's given you. Um, because it's conversations that, you know, we're taught not to have in the church. And I think that they're vital. Yeah. So. And, and, you know, one of the things is when, you know, and I'll just tie this into the real estate thing, I'm going to be bringing out because in the in the creating wealth course Jesse we get into the cr creating wealth part where you start to multiply your money and when you mention debits and credits you know most people think that they've invested in a new car no it's a it's it's probably it's probably not it's probably not a credit it's a debit uh and a lot of people think that their house is their biggest investment because everyone keeps saying that on the media you know your house is the big your biggest investment 
Well, your house most likely is not a credit. <laughs> it's, it's your biggest debt, debt ever. Uh, the definition yeah. of a mortgage is a measure of death. Literally. Uh, and you know where it got me, Jeff, with that was when you, you said, do you own your washer and dryer? It's like, yeah, yeah, I did. I bought those outright. So I think, hey, that's an asset, right? Then you're like, does your washer dryer make you money? And I'm like, nope, it doesn't. And you're like, then you have to put it in your debits. And I'm like, oh, darn it. Like, nothing <laughs> makes me money. How do you make your washer and dryer make you money? You know, I need to start charging my kids like a dollar every time they use it. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, but Jesse, um, you were blessed with gifts and you could always shake your money maker. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Anybody want to come do laundry and pay me to do it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Probably get like a lot of response on that one. Yeah, you might. Yeah. <laughs> I want to come and do your laundry, Jesse. You know what, Jeff? If you're coming, you may. If your if your idea is to send your lovely wife to do my laundry for you, then I'm gonna have to say no. <laughs> you, you know what? Okay, so the laundry thing has come up so many times. I make a joke about my wife doing my laundry, but here's the truth: I was independent. I, this is I got married later in life. I got I was 38 when I got married, and so I lived on my own. I raised a child on my own. I did laundry on my own. The thing is, even when we got married, I was doing my laundry. But my wife is a laundry perfectionist. Like, <laughs> oh my, uh, no, no, no. Like, it's, it's like, there's no way. I've gone downstairs and grabbed the laundry because like, I know that it's done. I'm going to fold her. She refolds everything. You know, even if I take my time trying to do it right, she'll refold it. So have you ever asked her to show you how to fold it properly in her mind? Oh, she has. It just doesn't okay. work. The, the execution just isn't there. You just don't have <laughs> the talent, huh, Jeff? <laughs> no, no. Although uh, speaking of talent, I had one friend who taught me how to do this really quick whip on a shirt and fold it in like three seconds. Oh my goodness. You know, when I worked Google for the it. House, I'm telling you, you got to watch the video. I, I it's easy to do. No, I, I believe it. I've seen some miraculous things. You know, one of the houses I worked with disabled adults, we had one of our staff guys was also military. And so the one day I told him to, you know, do the uh, individual, the client's laundry and stuff and put it all nice in their drawers and stuff. The next day I go in there and I go to grab out, you know, we'll just say under ruse. And literally they were like this little itty bitty tiny box. And I was like, what? the heck like how do i get this undone like like all and then i opened the shirts and the pants and i'm like what and like how did you fold it like this like i could never figure out how he folded it but at from that day on i was like no you can like organize everybody's drawers because instead of trying to shove stuff in there like it was like all nice neat compact and like uh, some people just have gifts i'm telling you yeah. you know so funny <laughs> Hey, Ed, don't forget if you're if you're not on our Podbean channel, go to uh, writeonradio.podbean.com. Subscribe. Get get the app. Actually, it's the best way. You can get, that's our website. You can go to writeonradio.podbean.com, but get the app, and you don't want to miss the military analyst. I'm telling you. Yeah. Last week's show was on fire. He's going to be extending it this week, I believe. Uh, so every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. We do the military analyst. It's live and only on Podbean because um, I never know what he's going to say. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty high level. You know, this is all uh, system knowledge that, you know, uh, more majority of it I was introduced to as well. But he's bringing it from, you know, he's got more to add to it because of his specific position he had in the military. So very high level stuff and you aren't going to get this anywhere else. That's so, right. You're not. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everyone for watching. And I want to give out a special thank you to our moderators. Don't thank them often enough, uh, but we do sincerely say thank you to you today. And, uh, and our admins, they work so hard on our telegram channels. Our telegram channels are 
we have a chat channel. We have a digs channel. We have a main channel, which is where our prayer happens on Saturday night. We have a prayer channel. And by the way, we really police the prayer channel. Do not chat. Do not put digs on the prayer. The prayer channel is set aside. I'm telling you, that's a, uh, you're playing with fire. If you, you know, if you uh, start posting other crap there, it's to honor the Lord and put your uh, things before the Lord. So uh, go to our telegram channels. And uh, in the meantime, remember to pray, first of all, this weekend and pray all week for this weekend. And, and intercede, you can do your decodes later, and we'll be decoding it later for you as well, or with you. Uh, but remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community.